following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am your host coming to you from beautiful Southern California. I love it out here. Anyway, uh, you are welcome to call into the show. I do know that most listeners listen to this by archive. I see the numbers. And by the way, the numbers are very impressive. I so much appreciate everybody who keeps sharing these shows and letting people know there is literally over 50 hours of free training on human trafficking sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography. So thank you for sharing it. You can get all the archives at www.exploitedcrimes.com. So I we're going to cover some very serious stuff today. Uh, and I really will be giving you some of my opinion, not the Department of Justice. I need to give you that disclaimer there because I am partially funded by the Department of Justice. As many of you know, I'm the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force in Southern California. So I work with real cases, and I also train, quite frankly, across the nation. I've trained a lot of law enforcement and, you know, first responders, government workers, and like that. My expertise is really in looking at every human trafficking case and every child pornography case in America every day and sometimes across the world. And I have been doing that for now seven, eight years. I'm not like most people. I have no life. (laughs) Anyway, but I have some important things I want to discuss with you. There is a lot of legislative activity taking place right now where you're hearing about this bill being offered, that bill being offered, some of it stateside, like in California or Washington or Ohio, and others of it are federal. And, uh, for instance, the Rob Portman Act, and we're going to get deep into that. Before I get into the actual bills, I do want to give you some updates of some things that happened. Anthony Weiner, Anthony Weiner, our buddy there, got 21 months in prison for his teen sexting case that rocked the Clinton campaign. Well, I'm not sure how much it rocked the Clinton campaign, although he was uh, married to Oma Abedin, I think her name is. But that isn't the point. He is a serial texter. He is a serial person that texts out to underage youth. And 21 months probably is not enough. But at least we got the guy off the street. Our team out here did a uh, reverse sting. People always ask us, you know, don't. what about Backpage? And, uh, and like that, why don't you go after him? Well, we do. It takes a lot of time, a lot of planning. But we did a reverse sting on Backpage this last week. Our, our team out here, I didn't do a darn thing. I only reported that it was in Temecula. 
and it was on the east part of town, and they were able to bring in 10 people that were arrested um, for soliciting prostitution. Many of them thought that they were going to actually have sex with a minor. So congratulations to our team for their reverse sting. Over in L.A., there were three dozen people arrested in an alleged sex trafficking ring in Compton. Um, that's probably just a, just a small bit of what's going on in Compton. But one of the pimps was from our area out here in Moreno Valley. We had a Beaumont High School teacher arrested for allegedly having sex with an underage student. And there was a uh, kind of a groundbreaking case I really want to share with you. Because we're going to be talking deeply about back page and and legislation and like that. This case, the headline to this case, I believe Susie, Susie might actually join us uh, today. I don't know. She hasn't gotten here yet, but um, Susie will probably post this on our Million Kids Facebook page. By the way, if you don't follow Million Kids on Facebook, you are really missing out. Uh, Susie's the best in the world, in my opinion. She posts new cases every two to three hours on there and important cases. So if you really want to understand how all of this works, follow Million Kids on Facebook. Well, the headline to this says, Washington Court Rules Teen Was Guilty of Child Porn for Sending New photos of himself. So what's this all about? Well, we have a 17-year-old male who took a picture of his penis, and he thought other people needed to see this, kind of like Anthony Weiner. Now, Anthony Weiner got 21 months for this, but this guy's only 17. Now, quite frankly, there's a lot of this going on in the world, that a lot more than you would ever realize. It's been nearly a year since I've had updated statistics, but the last statistics I saw on photo DNA, that is technology where they scan every email that goes out around the world for the image of a naked or violated minor. And the last number I saw, they had uh, intercepted more than 158 million images of that, and that's been, well, nearly a year ago. But 35 million of those were naked selfies. I, just this week, I did seven back-to-back presentations in a local high school, and I, can, and I talked to the kids about sending naked photos and how dangerous that is. You will end up being sextorted, that is, blackmailed with your naked photo. Usually they want more photos. Why do they want more? They're selling them in child pornography rings. They're making money and they're trading your photo for other people's photos. And some of these child pornography rings have over 200,000 pedophiles in them. So I I tried to explain to the kids, you know, uh, the internet, you know, nobody ever said it was private. No one owns the internet. The Internet is one of the few things in our lives that no one owns and is not private. So you may be sending something to your boyfriend, but it may not only go to your boyfriend. Well, this Supreme Court of Washington State upheld a lower court's ruling against Eric Gray. He is guilty of distributing photos of a minor engaged in sexually explicit conduct. Gray had sent images of his penis to a woman when he was 17. Now, it turns out that one of the considerations when you read the actual case itself is that he's kind of a serial, um, you know, sending naked photo kind of guy. 
<laughs> okay, he's doing this a lot. Apparently, he's quite proud of his little tool there, and he thinks other people ought to see it. Reminds me of Anthony Weiner. Anyway, uh, he was later charged with second-degree dealing in depictions of a minor engaged in sexually explicit conduct and telephone harassment. He was only found guilty of the first charge. What has happened here is that this is a landmark ruling by a Supreme Court in Washington because for the most part across the nation, our youth, our children are not being charged legally with uh, sending naked photos. However, the truth is when they take a picture of themselves, they are manufacturing child pornography. When they share it, they are distributing it. And, you know, when they, when they uh, keep it and start to collect it, they are possessing it. Now, most of the time right now, not a lot of effort is being put into making that a legal case. However, it may change in the future based on this landmark case. So I want to talk about the landmark cases that are going on on Backpage. Now, for those of you that haven't spent a lot of time in understanding trafficking, if you're just starting with this particular um, session, I'll just give you an idea of what is going on here. Historically, they find a victim, uh, often a minor, somebody 14, 15, 16 years old, sometimes younger, sometimes older, and they usually break them. Now, it may be a boyfriend who, you know, leads them on and then turns them into commercial sex, or it could be a girlfriend who just simply sells them into a gang. It's a lot of different scenarios, but the first thing they do after they break you, and and that's a horrendous process, it, it can be many things, but it's all about breaking your spirit. You know, it's it's uh, teaching all the sex acts. It's being gang raped, gang sodomized, being filmed, being burned, cut, electrocuted, you know, uh, choked, strangled, those kinds of things. It will change who you are. But the first thing they do is take photographs of you. They may drug you or they may not, and then they put you on Backpage. Now, Backpage is not the only one. I really want to emphasize that because we're going to get deep into this this legislation. Backpage is the most famous, so it's the poster boy. It is the billboard for sex trafficking. But there are many, many others out there. Uh, For instance, Facebook.com has escorts. Craigslist, Humaniplex, Adult Work, City Vibe, The Erotic View, Adult Search, Naughty Review, SipSap, EC, Trick Advisory. I mean, there are many, many more. Now, Backpage is like Craigslist. And, you know, I go on Backpage quite a bit because I help parents find their missing kids. And, you know, I honestly don't believe that a parent should ever have to troll through a prostitution site to find their child. So one of the advantages of having a site like Backpage, and trust me, I am not here to defend them, but I want you to see both sides of this argument as we get into understanding the legislation at stake. 
one of the advantages of Backpage is at any given time, we can go on there and see if we can track a girl. And there are ways to do that, that we know how. The other thing is, is it allows the cops, the law enforcement to do reverse stings, just like we ran in Temecula. We can post fake ads, and we do. And one of the reasons I have a local radio show is to address the demand side of this issue issue okay I talk about if you go on back page and you know you make a date with a girl you're probably making a date with an undercover cop and you're about to be famous because we will take your photograph put it in the paper and sometimes it ends on a billboard so there are some advantages to a site like back page because while the predators use it so do the cops and you can close back page down but that will not put the rest of them out of business. We're up against a break, folks. This first section went way too fast. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Thanks. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back to Explain Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. We are talking about legislation that is pending and some laws that people are trying to put together and some issues about how do you regulate what is happening and can you. And at stake here, we're talking about Backpage for right now because that is the one that many of the bills are being crafted to put out of business. Backpage is one of many sites. It looks like Craigslist, and you can go in there, and supposedly it is women dating men, but it doesn't take long to find out, you know, what what those little pictures of a tongue mean on there and, you know, what you're paying and what you're getting and like that. And so we all know this is not a date. Well, so several people are taking this on. And what's at stake here is something called Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, which says that online service providers cannot be held liable for content provided by third parties. So what is happening now is that the world is about to be connected by internet in another couple of years. And so we have these laws, and if you think about the Internet, it is not an American thing. It started out to be an American thing, but we let it go free around the world, and it is one of the few things in our life nobody owns. So if nobody owns it, then how can you control it? How do you regulate it? Can can it just be a cesspool of yuck? And quite frankly, much of it is. <laughs> but there are some good things on there. I am not against technology. I'm, I often say, what an amazing time to be alive because we are living at the forefront of the first generation that will be connected to the entire world and they can reach us. So we need to take a serious look at the kinds of laws that we're trying to create in an effort to put people like Backpage out of business. What the situation is, is that that right now there's this big argument about whether or not and and um, this bill that Senator Rob Portman of Ohio is putting out there. The bill is titled Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act, and it is focused on Backpage. Now, I'm going to tell you that Backpage has already set up two more sites offshore. And in fact, I'm about to read you a case of where Backpage is right up to their neck and all kinds of nasty stuff offshore but they're already offshore so we can create a u.s law but that is not going to keep all of these organizations from going offshore and offering what you want and think about it you don't have to be in america to reach a a bag a a website that's in holland or that's in um, romania i mean romania is kind of the wild wild west and so all that's happening is all of these companies are setting up offshore but this stop enabling sex traffickers act I, i commend rob portman uh, he is doing his very best to stop this nasty stuff that is going out there. The bill is focused on Backpage and alleges that Backpage is knowingly facilitating the trafficking of women and children online. Portman states that currently, if a sex trafficker is caught, they can be charged, but the website through which they advertise are not charged. In other words, you advertise a girl on Backpage. The girl may be, uh, you know, found, may not, and they will arrest the pimp, but nothing happens to the people that advertised it. 
30 fellow senators have signed on to this bill, and Portman hopes a vote will create a new felony charge for those who intentionally turn a blind eye to shady online posting. Now, this bill has two main points, okay? This is the Rob Portman bill, and I understand what he's trying to do, and I admire him. Victims who have been advertised on the website can now obtain justice by suing the website for damages. Now, this is what he's proposing. It is not implemented yet. But this is what he is proposing, that victims who are advertised, in other words, these ads are set up to look like the girl especially is buying her own ad. In many cases, they do because, especially here in California, we have a law that says if you're under 18, we can't charge you. In fact, we can't even detain you anymore. That's a whole other discussion. And so they will often get the girl a back. Uh, a Bitcoin account and and set it up so that she's buying her own ad. Now you and I both know she's not doing this willingly, but that is all. There, you know, crooks are going to always find ways around laws. What they're saying here is that this will give a victim a right to sue Backpage because the the source of their violation came from the ad. And the bill has a second part that says state and local authorities can prosecute the website for a violation of federal and state sex trafficking laws. So what is happening here is they're saying that that also states can go after these people. Now, you know, Senator Portman acknowledges he's going to get huge pushback from the big companies. And you really what you have here is a right to privacy. And, you know, it's a fascinating situation if you look at that Internet, because on the one hand, you get the biggies like Google and Facebook, especially Facebook. You know, they what are they doing? They're tracking your very presence. They own Snapchat. You know, recently they have Snap Maps. Now you have to opt in, but they track everywhere that child is going or that person is going. And they sell that information. Have you ever gotten that information uh, sent to you where it says, um, hey, do you want to uh, let us know where you're at on your phone? I forgot the wording, but it says, is okay if we identify your location? And if you hit yes, they're selling that information. So this is going to be more and more as we get into uh, artificial intelligence. Everything you do on the Internet is being gathered up and sold. So, you know, naturally, and by the way, Google is going to that also. I often will tell you, uh, you know, if I go on a Nordstrom's ad, I have a Chico ad in 15 seconds, and they know my favorite colors and what size I wear. You know, the other day I was looking at something I can't remember. I just I just was dreaming for a second. I made the mistake of dreaming and uh, looked at a cruise that was on my thing just to give myself a little mental break from all the child pornography cases I look at. And darn if every time I don't get on the computer now I have a darn cruise ad. Uh, It's kind of like don't ever look at a car on the internet. You'll never get rid of the salesman, you know. But anyway, that's called artificial intelligence. They build what you are all about, what you click on, where you're located, and they sell that. So what this bill is saying is that they want to hold people who advertise on the internet, uh, who provide websites, they want to hold them responsible. 
Well, at the key to this uh, article or this this uh, argument going on, as I said before, is Section 230 of 1996 Communication Decency Act. They're saying there, no, we're just a media company. We are not responsible for whoever puts that stuff up there. We don't. We're not responsible for the content. Yes, if you tell us that there's something bad on there, we'll look at it and try to take it down. But we aren't responsible for what is on our site. That's a that's an interesting little chasm, isn't it? <laughs> and that is the heart of the matter. Well, this is an interesting thing because I think I have time to go into this. Backpage all this time is saying we're not doing this. We're simply a media company selling ads. But what happened is in a totally unrelated case offshore in the Philippines, I'm telling you they're already offshore, in a totally unrelated case, there was a subpoena that went out to a company called Avion. I believe they're, uh, I don't know if they're, Furniture or no, they're a real estate apartment company. And this is a case totally unrelated to Backpage on the surface that what was happening is CoStar, which runs apartments.com, believed that a firm called Avion were hackers and they were stealing proprietary real estate photos and information on behalf of the industry rivals. So this is a lawsuit about apartments.com, and it had nothing to do on the surface with Backpage. It was two completely different companies, this Avion company and TriStar. When they took in all the information from the subpoena, there was well over a million pieces of photographs. What happened here is they all of a sudden were going through real estate ads, and they would see real estate ads, real estate ads, and all of a sudden they would see prostitution ads. Then they saw child pornography. And uh, and it really is a front for Backpage is what is happening. This company called Avion out of the Philippines. And Avion workers were contacting people who posted sexually explicit ads on rival escort sites and offered them a free ad on Backpage. Now, this is a real estate apartment company, okay? So it's a front for Backpage offshore. An Avion employee manual included step-by-step instructions on how to use a fake IP address and email address to pose as someone responding to an adult ad on a rival site. It shows how to create escort ads on a competitor site by copying photos from real Backpage ads to widen the pools of customers on Backpage. As it goes in there, it says that the data involved moderating and policing adult ads for content. I was reviewing deleted ads, and the crew seems to be doing a great job catching bad stuff. Here are a few removals that I restored. So what this is is totally a front for Backpage, who has already gone offshore. So it may be that Backpage will be shut down anyway, okay, just based on that particular case. But the truth where I'm coming from is you can shut down Backpage, but you're going to have to go after the bigger Concept, And that is what Rob Portman is doing, is saying, 
we're not going to try to shut these people down. We are going to open the door so anybody who's been victimized by one of those ads can sue the socks off of them for damages. And so that is an interesting way to go on this. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but it's interesting. Now, I'm going to tell you all the big rivals are starting to think about this, and Oracle has jumped in on their side and said, hey, you know, we need to have some conscience. We need to have some level of, of uh, decency in what we're doing. And so Oracle, thank God for them, are actually starting to show a, conf- a conscience. Google, Facebook, and some of the others are still looking at it and trying to figure out. And they have policies, but they're trying to figure out how to make them where people aren't being violated. We are already up against a break, so we're going to come back. We're going to get deeper into it, and then we're going to talk about how legislation is affecting the trucking business. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Well, hello and welcome back. We are talking about legislation that is being proposed about uh, websites like Backpage, 
this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. You can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. If you're on the line, you can call in at 1-866-472-5788. And I do want to take a minute and thank the people that financially donate to Million Kids to make this broadcast possible. It literally goes out to over 10,000 people. It goes out around the world. And we could not do this without your generous donations. We live absolutely at the mercy of people who financially support this activity. But it is my desire to provide free human trafficking training, updated to-the-minute kind of human trafficking training each week, and I really appreciate the people who support this. So we are talking about the Rob Portman, U.S. Senator Rob Portman proposed bill called Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act. And the idea here is that if you are someone who has been uh, trafficked, through one of the ads on Backpage that you can sue Backpage. And on the surface, that sounds really good, but I do want to share with you that it is a slippery slope because, you know, you have to understand the Internet is a global thing and it is unregulated for the most part. Now, that is changing, but think about this a minute. If you are trafficked by an ad that is on uh, Backpage and you can sue Backpage, What happens if you post, let's say, a table and chairs on Craigslist and somebody, the legs break on the chair, are you going to, and and you break your back, are you going to sue Craigslist? Are you going to sue the people who put the ad in and sold you the car, uh, sold you the table? Uh, Same kind of thing. Let's say that you're a car dealer and you've got a car that you're selling on an ad on the internet, and let's say the brakes fail and somebody is killed. Are you going to sue the people who sold you the car, or will this kind of thinking allow you to sue the car dealership that sold you the car, okay? Or that, excuse me, let me clean that up. Are you going to sue the guy who sold you the car, or are you going to sue the guy who advertised the car for sale? Let's say this was in Car Trader magazine. Okay, that's probably a better example. You have a private party, he has a car, he puts it in Car Trader magazine, you buy the car, the car brake fails, you somebody dies. Are you going to sue the person who sold you the car? Or are you going to sue the magazine that advertised the car that he placed the ad in? So what I want you to see here is that as this internet becomes a global thing, that this kind of legislation can be a slippery slope. Let me give you a couple of examples of what's going on. First of all, there is some some uh, legislation going on in Europe. Keep in mind, we're not the only one that's re- legislating stuff, okay? Now, our legislation will be for what pl- takes place in the U.S., but all that will do is force all those organizations to go offshore. They're not going to shut down they're going to go offshore because then they won't be sued because they're in probably Romania that won't have laws like that. So you've accomplished something, but you have have not accomplished what you really want. 
Europe is going even farther. They're creating something called the General Data Privacy Regulation Act in there. And it's an interesting thing. It will really make law enforcement's jobs very difficult. It'll apply to any company that has customers residing in the EU, and it's intended to give citizens back control of their personal data. This will totally limit any kind of data that has traditionally been relied on for preliminary investigations. In other words, while it's protecting privacy, it's going to be making a case so much more difficult. And that's one of the things that I really want you to think about, especially as first responders or as activists who are thinking of creating legislation. So many times we try to legislate social justice and social behavior, and it backfires on us. An example of that is SB 1322. That is a state law here in California. Now, we had Proposition 35 here in California. It was a good law, and it said that we could not arrest a minor for commercial sex if they're under the age of 18. And quite frankly, our task force had honored that anyway. We have all kinds of services. All of our task force people have kids of their own. They're very much victim-oriented. In fact, our entire grant is set up to honor victims and give them everything that we can give them and not go in and arrest them. However, in January, we had a big election last fall and a lot of people got busy and they wanted to do what they thought was strengthening strengthening the legislation. Can't say that. Strengthening the legislation. And what happened is it went too far. And these are good people. I am not here to criticize the people who were trying to do that. They are good people who meant well, but they changed the term. And I really want you to hear this. They changed the term from we cannot arrest to we cannot detain. And that one little word has changed everything in California and basically made being able to find these cases um, and create these cases a living nightmare. We literally have to take almost all of our cases federal now, which takes twice as much money, twice as much time, and much more difficult to get sentences. And that's important because I'll often have people follow us on our Facebook page and they'll say, God, he only got four years. And we're going, yes, and it cost us almost $200,000 and a year and a half or two, but he did get four years because that state law is really tying our hands. When you cannot detain a person, when we could arrest them, at least we could get a search warrant, we could talk to them, we could separate them from the pimp, we could try to talk some sense into them, get them into recovery of some sort, get them into a safe place, we could check their phones, see who other victims are, who other pimps are, where they're moving, and like that. When you cannot detain a person, you cannot get a search warrant for their phone. And so, because you don't have probable cause. And so, therefore, think about this. We can't protect that victim any longer. We can't bring her in. We can't check her phone. We can't see who the other victims are. We can't see where she's going. We can't see where she's been. We can't see who's buying the sex. We can't find the ads. We can't check other phone numbers. We can't see the photographs and who's taking them. We don't know who the pimps are. You know, we don't know who the bottom girls are, and we don't know who the other victims are she might be traveling with. So our hands are absolutely tight. On top of that, 
pimps are out there preying on 17-year-old bottom girls and getting them to operate the business because we can't touch them. Okay, so legislation, we have to be very careful with it. You may see a a headline every now and then that says California legalized um, child prostitution. Well, we didn't mean to. Nobody meant to. I wasn't involved in it, but I can tell you the end result. And so I would encourage anybody who's doing legislation to have a lot of law enforcement on their advisory council so that they can understand what the end result is going to be because it is important that we have good laws. It is important that we have some way to protect these victims. I I don't disagree, but when you start mixing politicians and crime and, and activists, sometimes This can get really crazy, and it doesn't end up with what you want. So I just want you to think out the consequences. I'm not here to pass judgment on any particular law. I admire Rob Portman for trying to put this together. I don't know if he'll get it together. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know that it'll really have the results that he wants, because my my guess is the minute that thing passes, then it it will ramp up crazily, but it will be offshore, and there will be no uh, way to actually sue and get it with the U.S. law. Well, we're going to take the next segment here, and we're going to talk about some laws that are being presented by um, Representative uh, or by Congressman uh, Etsy, uh, Esty, excuse me, Elizabeth Esty from Connecticut, and Congressman John Cato from New York. Now, the bill has passed out of committee, and there's two bills that they're looking at that we're going to take a look at. It. The first one is the Combating Human Trafficking and Commercial Vehicles Act. Commercial vehicles meaning trucks, okay, like commercial trucking business. And the second bill, the No Human Trafficking on Our Roads Act, okay. And uh, so we're going to really jump right into this. These bills are targeting the trucking industry. Why would they do that? Well, where are people sold? They're sold at events. Events like Super Bowl, events like uh, Stagecoach out here, they're sold in apartment buildings and uh, residential brothels. They're sold uh, on the Internet like Backpage, and they're often sold at truck stops. So while Rob Portman, Senator Portman's thing, is focused on the Internet, they are trying to develop uh, bipartisan legislation that will literally focus on the trucking industry. Now, As I get into this, and we will in the last segment, I say to myself, okay, we're going to target the trucking industry. Are we then going to uh, target the housing and apartment industry? Are we then going to target the hotel motel industry? Um, Are we going to target any um, movies that might be pornographic that are being showed on Netflix um, that might encourage something like that? Are we going to target what other industries that are out there? We need to think this out as we go into this because once we start targeting particular industries, then we need to be very, very careful. Having said that, it's an interesting 
piece of legislation. I applaud them for their efforts and for caring. We're going to analyze it and get deep into it. We're up against a heartbreak. This is Opal Singleton. Uh, we encourage you to follow us on Facebook at Me and Kids and go to meandkids.org. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We appreciate you following Million Kids. That is M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids, because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. I also appreciate the people who have bought my book, Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's now in its fifth printing. I couldn't believe it. We're about to get our next shipment in because we ran out, but it's doing very, very well. If you're interested in, in learning more about that book, it's at Million kids.org. I'll personally sign it. We'll ship it out to you. And um, I really appreciate the people that are doing that. We are looking at the representative SD and CatCo. Uh, they have introduced an anti-human trafficking bill. Uh, Congressman Elizabeth Esty and Congressman John CatCo of New York have introduced two bipartisan bills in the U.S. House of Representatives to combat human trafficking. Okay, so what is interesting here is they are focusing on trucking, on the trucking industry. Uh, What has happened is the bill would designate a human trafficking prevention coordinator at the U.S. Department of Justice and increase outreach, education, and reporting efforts at the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. 
Now, this bill is supported by Truckers Against Trafficking. They're my friends, and I just think the world of them, by the way. Shout out to them. They're really great people, and they have done just a tremendous job with the trucking industry. It's also supported by the National District Attorneys Association, the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association, and ECPAT, that's E-C-P-A-T, USA. Now, I don't have any problem with that bill. Basically, all they're saying is that they are going to have a coordinator. I didn't realize that it took a a uh, legislation to appoint a coordinator for the Department of Transportation. But I think that's a good thing. I think there needs to be human trafficking people at every main place in trucking because that's how they're moved around. Uh, I would agree that there should be a human trafficking expert at each way station as the trucks are going. They need to get the training because there is a lot of abuse uh you know, trucks are going back and forth and they can be hauling people in from foreign countries. They can have somebody with them that they are violating, a minor and that kind of thing. So I don't have any problem with that legislation. It makes all the sense in the world to do that. While I'm talking about truckers, though, I want to give them a shout out. They early on, I mean, we held a conference here in Southern California five years ago, maybe six years ago now, where literally the owners of all the big truck stocks, Love and uh, Flying J and Travel America, and they all came out and they were educated and they said, we don't want any part of this, okay? We do not want to be part of having a minor violated. And early on, they did a lot of education. Truckers Against Trafficking, Kendis is a friend of mine there, they did huge amounts of, of education. There are actually anti-human trafficking uh, kiosks and uh, and even uh, some chaplain places set up at various truck stops. They have done just an amazing job. They go to all the trucking conferences, and there are truckers who do nothing but have a network to report if they see commercial sex providers knocking on doors on a truck stop site. So we're making headway, and I I like this bill. I think it makes sense. It's good. Uh, You know, it, it helps. Now, the next bill I have a little more trouble with. This one is the No Human Trafficking on Our Roads Act, and it would disqualify anybody who's operating a commercial motor vehicle for their lifetime if they used a CMV, that is a commercial motor vehicle, to commit a felony involving human trafficking. So what they're saying is anyone who uses their truck, which often happens, what happens here is they put these kids out on truck stops and they go door to door knocking on trucks, offering out sex. So they're saying if you are caught and prosecuted using your vehicle where you have sex with a minor, then you lose your license forever. Now I have a little bit of a problem with that, okay? I'm not against the concept that they need to pay a price. But here's where I get back to the slippery slope. Because if we're going to do this to commercial truckers, then are we going to do it to anybody who buys sex? Are we going to confiscate their vehicle? Are we going to do this to motel owners if they happen to sell a room to somebody who's having sex in the room for money? Will they lose their motel? 
I mean, do they know it? Do they not know it? I don't know. How about people who manufacture condoms? If they, if a condom is used in a commercial sex act and they're under 18, can they be sued? I don't know. How about somebody who has rented an apartment and in that apartment they're running a residential brothel? Will the apartment owner lose their apartment? How about the Super Bowl? You know, a lot of commercial sex seems to be going on at these big events. If they can prove that it was advertised and the act was committed because of the Super Bowl, does the NFL have to pay? (laughs) That'll get the controversy away from kneeling at the anthem. (laughs) Do you get my point? What I want you to do here is think this out because we need to be fair. We cannot target one industry over the other. Now, there is a better bill that I really, really like up in Wisconsin introduced by Representative Joe Cleefish. And what he's doing there is requiring all technical colleges and licensed commercial driving schools to teach all commercial drivers the signs of human trafficking before they get their license. I like that. Okay, that's a healthy thing. And I believe absolutely that would be the right thing to do all across America. And it isn't just trucking licenses. How about code enforcement operators? I do a lot of code enforcement training myself. How about everybody in the Department of Housing and what to watch for there? How about how about everybody that is an inspector for a big commercial event? How about all motel operators? I mean, if we're going to target this, then we ought to target it. I believe education is the key. I, my guess is once you get into legislating social justice and personal behavior, then you're on a slippery slope. Now, trust me, I want to do everything we can to get very long sentences. This SB 1322 has just nearly put us out of business on the state side because the law became in such a way that it's virtually impossible almost to get a conviction on a state side. Now, we're still doing it. We're still going after it. But it takes a lot of time and effort. So one of the things that I would tell you is, yes, legislation's good. Let's strengthen the sentences that are out there. But involve law enforcement on your panel before you do it so you know how this is going to come out. And look for the slippery slope on this because we can't nail down jello. We need legislation that really will provide good results. And I really like this one that Etsy and Cato, uh, Catco, sorry about that, uh, provided uh, out here about educating and training. This is good stuff. Well, thank you for staying with us. This is a very difficult subject. Uh, it's kind of long and boring, I bet you. But we need to understand it if we're going to keep our kids safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We would encourage you to share the show with everyone you know. If you run a private broadcast, you can contact us and rebroadcast this show if you want to. And you can get an embed code and put it on your website. We thank you for sharing this show. And we thank you for all your financial support. And, and the emails that we get, opal at millionkids.org. 
We appreciate you telling us if these shows are helpful to you, and we appreciate you sharing them. You know, I so much appreciate everyone who has a heart for children and wanting to keep our kids safe from this. This is just absolutely the most critical, the most disgusting crime on earth, and it's our kids that are at stake. We so much appreciate your support. We are closing this out. We will see you next Thursday, 7 a.m. Have a good week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.